1: i on tell you me really y'all think that Do you really think that the world gives a damn about you? Hell, Get no, it on. don't tell people who you, you gonna, gonna turn to Who next? you gonna Get turn on. to Listen people You better take a look at yourself, yeah Talking to my people nice, But you just don't see What you living at like you living Living like you're living, lost in the bank, Boston, your dream, Get ghetto people, stop giving up your self-respect, stop it, ghetto people. talking to my people, yeah, well, I can take some strange turns on you, living with the banks. A day that's not worth having. Chances on the shore, falls a breeze. You're never gonna feel what you need when what you really want inside can only come. Found you no. Get to be to You gotta take a look at yourself Get to be Where do you wanna be? Where you wanna Tell be? your life is? What's with your life?
2: But there were others as well, as Tymere, Punt and Nubia. So we poured us libation to the classical civilizations of Africa. We say, Ashe? We poured us libation to the contemporary civilizations of Africa, of Ghana, Mali, Zangai, Benin, Great Zimbabwe, civilizations that were flourishing and growing while Europe was in a medieval or dark age. The University of Sankare at Timbuktu, an outstanding educational institution.
3: Ashe. You are listening to Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasts or live programming, hit them up at timeforanawakening.com.
2: Good morning, African world. You are listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network on timeforanawakening.com and blacktalkradionetwork.com. And I am your host, Baba Oshi hotel family. Hope everything is well for you today. Hope you had a good weekend, Malcolm X weekend. Hope you had a chance to do all the things you want to do, should do, must do, can do, and will do, hoping, too, that the weather was accommodating for you to do it. I know the weather held up in, uh, here in Atlanta. It's supposed to have rained a number of times, and uh, it didn't. It was a beautiful weekend to celebrate Malik El Shabazz, Brother Omawali, Detroit Red, malcolm x beautiful beautiful weekend beautiful spirit uh this is african perspectives we're here every monday wednesday and friday from 11 a.m to 1 p.m 10 to 12 central 9 to 11 11 a.m to 1 p.m eastern 10 to 12 central 9 to 11 mountain and 8 to 10 pacific time or any other time around the world but if you cannot listen to this program live you can go to our archives at timeforanawakening.com at the top of the page. You'll see podcasts. Click on that and a drop down, you'll see African Perspectives. Click on that and there will be programs that are dated and titled. Other ways you can listen to the program and if you want to listen to previous programs, just go to babaoshi.net. Whatever search engine you use, put in babaoshi.net, A-B-A, Baba baba-o-s-h-i, babaoshi.net, and there will be programs that are dated and titled. Also, to family. If you don't want to use TuneIn because TuneIn breaks away with commercials, just go directly to Time for an Awakening. Go directly to Time for an Awakening. In the middle of the page, on the right-hand side, is the broadcast. Click on that, and you will be able to hear the broadcast. You'll be able you'll be able to hear the broadcast, commercial-free, except for the announcements that I make at the beginning of the program. Hey, I just got a feeling that there's some things that we need to be aware of in our community, some things that we need to support, some things that people are doing, businesses that are happening that need support. And that's just how I look at it. One day, yes, it's coming. I'll be asking for some money. <laughs> yeah. This is African Perspectives, family. And um, oh, great weekend. Get think get through these announcements and the Inyasasem of Daily Revolutionary Thought. we can have more conversation about the weekend and of course the weekend upcoming that's right because this is African Liberation Day weekend that's right it's going to be well the 25th which is Thursday and we'll talk in depth about African Liberation on Friday and on Wednesday we're going to play some of Brother brother Paul's who has sent me so much information in fact I'm going to play one on Malcolm shortly that sent me so much and uh, next week prior to me leaving for New Orleans for the Executive Development Institute that I do once, you know, once a year and um, so yeah I'm gone again family but I'm, I want to uh, you know just, can, just, just play some good information so I'm going to play my good friend Jim Wimbush he has sent me tons of stuff as well and so I'll try to pick and choose as I go over it. That, that the ones that I think that uh, you know, you know, obviously they're the videos and it's audio. So you'll get the audio portion. Unfortunately, you won't get the video, of course, unless I start uh, <laughs> live streaming my program, which is under discussion. It's been under discussion. You know, even when Brother Demani talked, we talked about doing it. But that's coming. It's coming. But as long as I'm able to get up every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday and bring this program to you, I will do so. And when I can't, um, Brother Kwaku or my good brother, Brother Irv, Irv Lewis will stand in for me and um, continue with the broadcast, you know, because what we need is constant information, information that enlightens us, motivates, inspires, and guides us other programming we have here on time for an awakening media well still just got this program although uh, talked to the um, Alfonso Watkins he's doing some things he's he's in Denver no he's not in Denver he's in Arizona <laughs> with, his, with his practice and so he's still dealing with that but he still wants to um, bring back black reality think tank that was hosted by Dr. William Rogers and it'll be hosted by Alfonso Watkins in Dr. Rogers' memory in his name. And that would be on Tuesdays, 8 p.m. Only thing on Mondays, right, at this time, is just me. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. All the other programs that we had, a lot of programs when I first uh, came on, Time for an Awakening. Yeah. Uh, there was a Thursday program, and that's not happening again. And, of course, the Friday program is time for an awakening with Brother Elliot and Brother Richard at 8 o'clock. And the product, the program on Saturday is not happening again. And then Sunday at 7 o'clock, time for an awakening with Brother Elliot and Brother Richard. And, of course, the number to call is 215-490-9832. 215-490-9832. We Buy Black. We Buy Black, the largest online marketplace for American African Owned Businesses is webuyblack.com. dot com. Get everything you need from American African Owned Businesses, webuyblack.com. dot com. Of course, at the Malcolm X Festival, Saw the Brother from We Buy Black. You know, express my deep dissatisfaction with our, with our people not supporting webuyblack.com, dot com, not donating to webuyblack.com dot com so they could have a supermarket in the Atlanta area, which is ridiculous when we have these many, this many people in the metropolitan area of Atlanta. And even in the city of Atlanta. Even in the city of Atlanta. 40% of the people in the city of Atlanta are us. Or the 600,000. It's ridiculous that we can't sacrifice $25, $50, all of it all of us doing that we would get to that 1.3 or 1.2 million that they say they, they need to make this supermarket a reality and we need it and we need more we need it in Chicago New York, D.C. Baltimore, Miami wherever there's a large contingency of us as a people we need it we need it Yeah. We buy black. Get everything you need from American African home businesses. We Africa for the Africans. Africa for the Africans. My good brother, Bamani Tayemba. He is about to take uh, another group of our people to the motherland. He is going to Ghana the 24th. Today is the 22nd. A couple of days from now, I will talk with him when he comes back. So it's the twenty fourth to June fifth, and I'll be coming back a little bit after that because I'll be in uh, New Orleans. So the Ghana repatriation and investment tour, May twenty fourth to June fifth. His next trip is July twentieth to the thirtieth, Rwanda. Then November sixteenth to the twenty seventh, Tanzania. December twenty fourth to January fourth, twenty twenty four, Azania. And then March. 29th to April 9th. Liberia. July 11th through the 23rd. Ghana. November 21st to December 2nd, 2024. Kemet. April 1st to April 11th, 2025. Senegal and Gambia. And of course, brothers, go to the website AfricaForTheAfricans.org Everything you need is there. Everything you need all the information and so forth. If you want to see pictures of previous tours, go to facebook.com forward slash Bomani. If you want to see videos of previous tours, go to youtube.com forward slash Bomani2007. Habesha. Saw the brothers and sisters from Habesha. Talk with them. Yeah, org, And of course, uh, they have a the organic fest that is coming up Saturday Next month, June 24th, from noon to 8 p.m., 477 Windsor Street here in Atlanta, 30321 Organic Fest. But they've, what they're doing, what the brothers and sisters are doing with Habashaw is a blessing. And of course, I mentioned the Kashi Project that was launched uh, back last year in October in Ghana. Of course, the programs they have here, Habashaw Works, Black Tar Roots, Golden Growers, Sustainable Seeds, and Urban Green Jobs. It's a beautiful thing. Habishaw, incorporated.org. The Ledge Group, land for the environmental development for group economics. The Ledge Group with 12 projects in six different countries with over 170 employed and over 260 members. Brothers and sisters, be a member of the Ledge Group because they deal with the four areas of human existence. Food, water, clothing, and shelter. Ledge Group, land for the environmental development. Group economics. Abibia Tumi A B I B I T U M I Abibiatumi.com. brothers and sisters of B-b-a-t-u-mi, they're having their first program coming up. Uh, that program will be um, uh, in July. Yep, the It's the first annual Abibiatumi me conference on. African power hereby convened for the purpose of mapping the strategies, tactics and and techniques and formations that lead to effective and successful implementation of once and for all solutions to the biggest problem on planet earth. That's right. Our unity as such, we invite presenters to provide insight and thought and practice in the following areas, including, but not limited to education, military institution, economics, institutional economics, agricultural technology, family, community, nation. It's going to be in Ghana, but it'll be, you'll be able to access it. So, a b i b i t u m i. dot com. It's my pharmacy. It's my pharmacy. S-M-A-I-F-A-R-M A-C-Y dot com. Brothers and sisters, contact Brother Jabril at 770- 765-7751 Seven zero seven six five seven seven five one to put a program together for your health, <laughs> your upcoming health. Well what that oh okay and so also to um contact SMI Pharmacy to put a program for you and your family at S M A I F A R M A C Y at Gmail dot com. Moses West Foundation The Moses West Foundation, brothers and sisters, he has updated his website. Good information. Go to the MosesWestFoundation.org. And, of course, he has a number of projects. One of the projects that's going on that is directly affecting our people, of course, is the one in Jackson, Mississippi, still ongoing. You know, the, the bottom line is this, family. Water is a human necessity. Water is essential their life and not just human life but life on this planet and he has developed a machine the atmospheric water generator (AWG), that takes moisture out of the air goes through a filterization process open a tap out comes clean drinkable water so there is no issue there's water the problem is the access to water so yep. yeah So, brothers and sisters, go to the Moses West Foundation and check it out yourself. Okay. Wadada, a selfie market and juice bar located in the West End, here in Atlanta. And I saw Sister Ford Wadada, she had a booth at uh, the Malcolm X. Great to see her, bought some from her. Uh, had smoothies and fruit drinks and pastries and so forth. And, uh, so, Wadada's located here on Ralph David Abernathy, across the street from Soul Vegetarian Restaurant, which is a restaurant that's run by the brothers in the um, Black Hebrew Israelites, you know. And then up the street from the Shrine of the Black Madonna, and you know the shrine. So it's all in that area, the West End here, which is being gentrified. But the brothers are holding on. We're holding on, <laughs> deep in it. Medu Bookstore at the Greenbrier Mall. The Medu Bookstore in the Greenbrier Mall. Mama Nia has a fine selection of books, postcards, greeting cards, gift certificates, t-shirts, figurines, and so much more. Give her a call at 404-346-3263. 404-346-3263. Medu Bookstore in the Greenbrier Mall. The other bookstore we promote is the Black Dot Cultural Center Bookstore in Lithonia and Coffee Bar in Lithonia. That's Easter here off of I-20. We head east, I-20. Exit number, excuse me. Exit number seventy-four. You know, and you you headed east. So if you make a left, you're headed north, and about a mile, about a little over a mile, on the left will be Black Dot Cultural Center, and bookstore, and coffee bar. Jump back on, and of course, if you've headed north now, you're headed south. Make a left. Now you're still headed east. The next exit, exit seventy-five, Turner Hill Road. Make a right down three lights, make another right, and on the left will be the new Black Wall Street market. I saw my brother with his apparel. In fact, he had a booth next to our booth, which is the booth of the Pan-African Federalist Movement. And uh, I tell you, man, I love that brother. He's a good man. Good brother. Yep. So, all right. Uh-oh, sorry, sorry family. Sorry, family. Yeah. Sorry, family. I Didn't mean to do that, but hey. A lot of things I do, I don't mean to do. <laughs> uh, us Lifting Us. Us Lifting Us, the Economic Development Cooperative for our people. Me and um, Brother um T, who are members of both organizations, as well as uh, as <clears throat> as well as many other of my friends we know. Uh, Mama Nabantu, of course, she's a leader in the Pan African Fellows Movement, but she's also a member of Us Lifting Us. And we had Brother T.J. Lofton there. You know, he's been on the radio program before and he'll be on again soon. Brother T.J. Lofton, economic futurist, an economic futurist. And, and we had in Cobra Brother Jamoke, Brother Jamoke of Cobra. We all shared that information with our family and friends at the Malcolm X Festival. Okay? Us lifting us to economic development cooperative for our people i seen. I didn't see Baba Akima, but I did see Mama Tamu and in Anderson, they had a booth that was over there by the playground area of, uh, of the festival and so it's good to see them us lifting us every Thursday night the Thursday night broadcast comes on from 9 to 10 and uh, you can access it by going to blogtalkradio that's blogtalkradio.com forward slash ULU if you want to call to listen or give questions, comments, or concerns, dial 929-477-2789. That's 929-477-2789. Us, lifting us. Homeland Village, they're not open today, but they're open from Tuesday until Sunday. Homeland Village, your brother Beeja's off today. In fact, I had him on some time ago, on a Monday when he was off, from Tuesday through Sunday, 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. Home, Homeland Village in, in uh, Macon, Georgia. So give give Brother B.J. a call at 478-256-1166, 478-256-1166. I mean, he's got all kind of good stuff. He's got that place stacked. (laughs) He even has a vegan restaurant on the the premises. So he's like McDonald's. We have it all for you, you know, whatever you want. Sun Got a Sense, Sun Got a Sense, your one-stop natural shop located at 4140 Jonesboro Road in Forest Park, Georgia, inside the International Discount Mall, booth 225. Give my good sister Shelly Amonset a call at 404-434-7963, 404-434-7963. Sun Got a Sense, your one-stop natural shop. sanjay org. Sister Gabby Aurelia is doing great work in the northeastern portion of the island of Haiti providing education healthcare, sustainable agriculture and uh, entrepreneurship for those children. It's a beautiful thing. Go to Sanjay S-O-N-J-E dash Haiti A-Y-I-T-I dot org and see for yourself Sanjay dash Haiti dot org Akabin. Akabin Institute Baba Baruti Maccabin Institute's ninth Annual Complementarity Conference. African Love. is beautiful. Saturday, June 3rd from 4pm to 7pm. And it's online with the, with the broodies. You'll have to be single, poke, you know, all kinds of good stuff. So, please register by the following, making a donation. $35 for couples. $25 for singles. $20 for singles. $10 for teens. Pay via PayPal. If you use PayPal, it's yabruddy at yahoo dot com or Cash App. The dollar sign, y a a, the letter m, then Baruti b r u t i, and make sure you include the information, complementarity, your name, and your email address so they can send you the link. That is April, April. That is June third, Saturday, June third, from four to seven, the Complementarity Conference. I love the Baroudis, man. Just the beautiful people. Just fantastic people. Man. Worth for our people. That's who they are. Brothers and sisters, the Inye it's a sim of Daily Revolutionary Thought. Yeah. Today the twenty-second. Ah, okay. I gotta go start the twenty-first. Yeah, the twenty-first. Get myself set up here. Had to put some more light on the on the, on the uh, situation so I can see a little bit better. You know, it's a little overcast today here in Atlanta. May twenty-first. The coward's flight runs aimlessly. The coward's flight runs aimlessly. African Proverbs. Fear drives cowards away from challenge, commitment, decisiveness, truth, justice, honesty, and even meaningful, fulfilling lives. It drives them toward who, whatever poses the least possible threat, situation, condition, or, or people to their servile existence. Most often, cowards run toward other less forceful cowards who are afraid to identify them as the cowards they are in a power-over-others-based reality. Cowards may even not appear so cowardly as they really are as they loudly and aggressively attack the men and womenhood of whoever they feel that they will be protected against by those who are already in flight from who has taken their man and their womanhood. On the other hand, like a child who continues into adulthood, unable to fully function without others' strict direction, Adult cowards are at their best when not thinking. Flight, their best quality, does not require it. In fact, it demands it be left behind. But thinking is even more dangerous for them when they're in service to those they fear most who are willing to let them perform chores in exchange for protection from those of their own who recognize them for who and what they are. Cowards, have no inner direction. They go through life without purpose other than to survive by avoiding the wrath of greater, better-armed cowards. Affirm, I am full of courage and direction. Affirm, I am full of courage and direction. No coward, brother. Be brave. Be brave. That's right. May 22nd. Never let anyone or anybody the book that you want. You will never get it back. Never let anyone or anybody the book that you want. You will never get it back. The Honorable Marcus Mosiah Garvey. It may appear otherwise, but more selfless words have never been spoken. Certainly those of us able to do so, should be held accountable for building the communal libraries our present and future minds so desperately need. Brother Quaker was talking about that yesterday when me and him were talking. A Communal library. You know, because at the public library, a lot of the books that we truly need won't be there, and you know it. You know. But there's some of us who have acquired books and gone to certain bookstores in New York and Baltimore and here in Atlanta and elsewhere, uh, African-centered bookstores. and So, you know, we need to do that, that's for sure. Not only are many of the reading materials we need not found in public libraries, but also have to recognize that public libraries are social welfare. They're depending on tax dollars for survival. Common sense should tell us that even if the classics our children need to read are now in the public library, they may not be available for them when we need them to be. Regardless, the private libraries we build must be made readily available to the community, but with all due caution. Experience teaches us the lesson of loss to generous spirits because most times we cannot read intent. Both well and not so well intended individuals have been known not to return What is not theirs, and you know it, that has happened. We had a good book and so forth. Man, With respect to the latter, the deception, often out of jealousy or a desire to destroy all evidence of an African consciousness and lack of home training of some with regard to others, things should not deter us from sharing. We are acquisitioners. We are the acquisitioners. And the guardians of our people's libraries, we have to open ourselves while establishing rules wherein Africans can benefit from our libraries without the books themselves leaving our residencies. That's right. Come on in, sit down. You know, read. Take you know, take some notes. You know, maybe maybe uh, have the library. You know, when you come in, you want the book. Well, this book, you put a uh, a monetary mount down, and, it, and when you return the book, you get that back, so th- it will be free, but because of so many people who have the idea that well, once I checked it out, I, you know, I'll be forgotten, and, and even though you got um, some penalties on it for late fees and so forth, but it don't mean nothing, I don't give a damn about it on the late fees, I want I want you to read the book, to have the book, but I think the best way to do it is that this book is $10. This book is 15 This book is 20 Put $20 down. You can take the book and you bring it back by this date. Okay? And you'll get your money back. If you don't bring it back by that date, but when you bring it back, you get your money back. I share but keep my library. Affirm. I share but keep my library. Man, I got so many books downstairs, man, in them bins when I moved here and more that I've comp- more that I accumulated over the last few years yeah books better, than a, better is a book than a well built house better is a book than a memorial plaque in the temple because what is written is for eternity books in fact in the religion of Islam there's only one miracle in Islam if you believe it that is when God told Muhammad to read, and God said, "I cannot." And Muhammad said, "I cannot read." God said, "Read." I cannot read. He said, "Read," and he began to read. Yeah, yeah. So we're we're, we're talking today a little recap of um, the Malcolm X festival this weekend put on by the Malcolm X grassroots movement they've been doing it for years applaud them uh, it's a beautiful turnout it's a beautiful day you know uh, West End Park is utilized and it transforms into Malcolm X Festival Park great entertainment Malcolm Jamal Warner yeah he was there with his poetry and music, collaborating with one of the local bands, which I thought was very good. That was on Sunday. Yeah, they were very good. And, uh, you know, Malcolm Jamal Warner, Theo. Yeah, it turned out beautifully. So I'm going to play a piece. uh, Like I said, Wednesday I'm going to play a number of pieces that Brother Paul from the U.K. has sent us over the time. I'm gonna play this because this deals with Malcolm. It's a little nice piece that lead us up to probably to the uh, first break, and then we'll further talk about that, and of course, then talk about um, African Liberation Day. And, and there's a lot of upcoming celebrations. There's African Liberation Day, Juneteenth Day, Juneteenth Day coming up. You know, also to the month of August, all the things that happen in August. I mean, it's serious in August, you know. Should call I don't want to call nothing black, family. I really don't. It's like I heard he kept keep saying black Africa. There ain't no damn black Africa. It's just Africa. Because if you say it's black Africa, then there's got to be white Africa. When you see Koreans and you see other people making a claim for Africa, I'm African. You know, damn African. The only ones that are African are indigenous to Africa. If, if, if it's found that you came to Africa in a colonization or in a takeover or in uh, uh, some way to, re- like in North Africa, they ain't African. And the most evil sons of bitches are in North Africa, those Arabs in North Africa, in Morocco, in Libya. Look what happened in Libya once uh, Barack and, and, and all those other assholes killed Muammar Gaddafi, no better friend to Africa than Muammar Gaddafi. And the people of Libya loved him, but they, but they crafted a a scenario around him that made the people in the world look at him as somebody evil who was dictated who was dogging on his people. No, the people loved him. He utilized the, the oil wealth of Libya to benefit the people, to benefit the society. Free health care, housing, so forth. Oh, man, they killed him. He killed him because he was going to create a gold coin for Africa. So if you wanted to buy things from Africa, you had to need this gold coin then get rid of the petrol to oh well, you got to go then cuz we dictate Europeans the smallest amount of people on a damn planet dictate and run shit no you can't have that they killed them spiraling libya into deep chaos they they they're neutering africans they're neutering african men cutting off their nuts and sending them the Middle East, the United Arab Emirates to be somebody's eunuch, to be somebody's servant. Today. They did it before, but not to even today. No, you're not African. Only people who are African or are indigenous to Africa and can prove it. If your ass came there from India, if you came there from Germany, wherever you came from, Holland, I used to think many years ago, before I understood uh, the Netherlands and Holland and so forth, and what uh, they have done in in, in uh, subjugation of our people, until I said, Oh, the Dutch reformed many, many years ago. The Dutch reformed, oh, it's Holland. Oh, sh- they were great colonizers too, huh? Yeah, I guess all of them. All the Europeans wanted to get in on the act coming out of the Berlin Conference of 1884 85. So they're all the same. It's all of them. You know? yeah, I'm gonna play this piece once again. This is Brother Paul, and uh, I I tell you, I love 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 Brother Paul. This is a very good piece. Hope that you'll stay with me with this particular piece, and um, it's a good Malcolm X piece. And. uh OK, Malcolm X, family,
4: family and fellow soldiers, I'm the professor and this is the moment of truth.
3: Never let your enemy tell you how many of you there are. Never let the man that you're against form your opinions. This is the trick that's played on everyone who's oppressed. When you have a revolution in the country, the first thing you take over is the radio. And then you start telling the people that everybody the war is over, <laughs> and, they, and they, so all of them surrender. No, they believe that thing right there. And once they take that over, they start telling you uh, where you are and where they are, and you fall right in line. It's plain thought control. The majority of the American people aren't segregationists. That the um, majority of the American people aren't imperialists, but the government is. The structure is. The power faction is. So. But how, how then do all the majority go along with it? Because those who sit in power over the television, over the radio, and over the press, is constantly telling those who are the masses how free they are. And how, and how, how this they are and how that they are.
4: May 19th is one of our most solemn and important holy days. It's the day that Malcolm X, a.k.a. el Malik El-Shabazz, was born. You know a man is truly great when his esteem and following is greater after his life than it was during it. Malcolm was not merely an extraordinary intellect and moral leader. He was also a truly effective advocate for his people. I say that because Malcolm was eminently quotable. Doctor King was an excellent orator, but his prose tended to be soaring rhetoric and fine a speeches he delivered, oftentimes you can only remember small parts of it. But with Malcolm, you tended to remember it all. That's why, wherever he went, the people always called out, "Make it plain." The truth is not flowery prose or soaring rhetoric; it is understood by all. What is often missing is someone who can crystallize what's on the tip of everyone's tongues malcolm was an expert at that his skill and efficiency in delivering his message was better than men twice his age with four times his education any fool can speak their mind but it takes a special kind of person to speak the truth when malcolm engaged in a debate he never lost first because he made sure to get his own position straight he didn't simply argue with someone from a place of raw emotion Part of what the Nation of Islam taught is to make sure that whatever position you're expressing, it must be rooted in fact and not opinion. The enemy will try to wrap you up in words and made-up facts, mostly from sources that he himself controls. You have to know what your beliefs are based on, and you have to have the intellectual courage to be able to look at your enemy's positions so that you can dismantle them. Part of mastering a particular area of study is being able to explain it in simple terms. That's a key ingredient in crafting arguments meant to get your points across and be persuasive. When Malcolm X was in a debate, it wasn't a debate at all. It was a master teacher showing his conceited opponent everything they didn't know. His arguments were unimpeachable. He didn't give just facts. He showed how his facts fit into the real world, and he did it at a level that his opponents simply couldn't match. It was the difference between surface knowledge and root knowledge. Best of all, Malcolm made it look so easy. He learned his position, and he also learned the talking points that his opponents would try to use, and he made certain that he was ready. I tried in so many ways to learn from our Grandmaster Teacher Malcolm. He's the reason why, even after all these years, I still take as much time as I can with each and every video essay that I do. I want to make sure that what I say is not only clear, but also makes points that you can use and take out into the world malcolm is not here physically but every time you have a brother or sister who utterly shuts down some white supremacist who says what you were thinking better than you feel you could have said it malcolm lives malcolm was an autodidact that means that he taught himself when you make it a point to dive into a particular subject and keep at it malcolm lives before anyone in the new black media said it before we were even born Malcolm was telling everybody don't trust the white media. He was telling you that your enemy owns that television you watch and everything you see on it. Your enemy owns that newspaper and everything you read in it. Your enemy owns that radio and everything you hear from it. Your enemy owns every single so-called black leader you know because you didn't choose them. The key to white power rests on the lies that it tells, but also the organized violence that it uses to force black people to live within the confines that it sets up. So we as black people, as the people who built this country and gave the world a renewed sense of humanity and self-determination, we have a special role to play in restoring justice to this planet. And that starts with how we see ourselves and what we do about ourselves. Something as simple as what we call ourselves. What's that old saying? Would a rose by any other name be just as sweet? Well, Malcolm proved that it very well could be. He showed that when you define yourself, you empower yourself. One definition of power that I've often heard is that power is the ability to define yourself and to define your relationship to those around you in such a way that your definition becomes theirs. Malcolm Little defined himself as Malcolm X and then defined himself again as el Haj Malik Al-Shabazz. And when he did, white power had to address him by what he said to call himself. What we do at the individual level is the most basic and the most important act of self-determination. It may sound small because you're only talking about one person, but when Malcolm went on television and he spoke with overwhelming intelligence and eloquence, he made having the last name X cool. It became something to be taken seriously because Malcolm defined it. He became the living embodiment of the very ideals that he expressed. This man who had blinding intelligence, piercing discernment, and charisma to burn. If there was a prototype for the total intellectual and spiritual package, it was Malcolm X. He exercised power by defining himself. And that's why it was so important to me to start reminding the family every year when these holy days come round. Dr. Ben said that we don't need to be asking for a day, we need to take a day. And he was right. If something's important to you, then you make time for it. And You don't need any white supremacist permission to do that. In fact, it's better if you deliberately defy white power to do something that exalts and honors black empowerment. It's like I've always told you. The law is whatever the people are willing to abide by. You have holidays that are recognized by the federal government, like Juneteenth. And you have other days where people take off work no matter what anybody thinks. Usually they go and get sloppy drunk or whatever. Super Bowl Sunday comes to mind, as does St. Patrick's Day. People choose what is important to them. Knowing who Malcolm was and living on his own terms, that's what was important to him. And you could tell it was important because he did it back when nobody else did, before it was cool to change your name, to call yourself by what you want to be addressed as. And when the white media tried to make having an X as your last name a bad thing, Malcolm didn't back down, he doubled down. So let's take a lesson from our grandmaster teacher and understand the world on our terms. Don't let the white media tell you who you are, and don't let them tell you who Malcolm was. The white media's entire job is to control people through lies. That's why they always try to set up some phony rivalry between this or that black figure be it Booker T. and W.E.B. Du Bois or Malcolm and Martin, while they may have occasionally differed with one another, sometimes even on issues of principle, they were hardly at one another's throats. See, the white media takes black people who are on the same side and tries to invent an artificial fight between them, some made-up antagonism. This is a clever way to try to pit black people against each other. But notice how the white media never tried to make a rivalry between Dr. King and, say, FBI agent Elder Michaud? That sellout was literally taking orders from J. Edgar Hoover. And he attacked Dr. King every chance he got. But the white media never told black folks that they have to choose between Dr. King and Elder Michaud. One of Malcolm's greatest gifts to his people was to popularize mind control. And by that I mean controlling your own mind. Thinking and acting for yourself. It's hard in the beginning. As human beings, we're social creatures. There's a lot of good things to be said about being a social creature, but there's also a lot of disadvantages to it too. Being part of the herd means mediocrity. The herd can only achieve a base level of success because the herd has to have a level that everyone can do. But if you want to elevate yourself, then you have to break away from the herd. Now, when that happens, there's going to be someone who inevitably comes along with a rope or a stick, maybe some members of the herd who try to drag you back in line. They don't want you to give the rest of the herd any ideas. They don't want you to show what's possible. Malcolm taught us not to chase the mirage of alliances. All these other groups cannot claim to be oppressed. They are perhaps occasionally mistreated, but none of them can claim to be oppressed. The Germans, the Irish, the Jews, the Italians, and these other groups who say that they've been oppressed, they didn't need a 13th, 14th, or 15th Amendment simply to establish that they could be free, at least free from chains on a plantation, or to basically establish that they are citizens. They didn't need that, and they didn't need a Voting Rights Act or a Civil Rights Act. Those things were only necessary because this country refuses to stop its violent repression and persecution of black Americans. So when someone tells you that we owe something to an Abraham Lincoln or an LBJ, you tell them take those lies somewhere else. When you have some white Democrat telling you that they're on our side, or some white Republican telling you that Republicans supported the Voting Rights Act, or Abe Lincoln was a Republican, you tell them that black people have been mass incarcerated and mass impoverished every day we've been in this country. And none of these laws or these white politicians have changed one iota of that. If we were to give thanks to an LBJ or an Abe Lincoln, we would literally be giving thanks for nothing. You have too many faux white political activists who simply want us to give them a pat on the back. That way they can express some phony sympathy. Well, I'm afraid black folks can't give anyone any pats on the back because we got our hands full. I am proud to, in my own modest way, be part of that lineage of advocacy and thought that Malcolm championed so well. He did it far better than me, and that's fine. It gives me something to aspire to every day. Speaking of today, I want you to take some moment today to give thanks to Brother Malcolm in spirit. We don't stand on the shoulders of giants. We stand on the shoulders of Titans. And he was one of the tallest. The message, the code that he expressed was so important to him, and it was important that his people adopted as well. He didn't want us to be confused about the world or our place in it. He didn't want us chasing phantom friends or to be misled by sellout leaders. He wanted us to take the principles that we know to be true and to live by them and to be uncompromising about it. And that process begins with each and every one of us individually. When a group of people adopt a code and live by it and enforce it within their group, that becomes a law unto itself. Malcolm defined himself, and we as black Americans have come to define what is honorable about this country, precious little to be sure. But everything the rest of the world thinks of as positive about the U.S. came from us. From the concept of basic human rights, to how to fight for those human rights, to style, music, and personal expression, we have given to the world the greatest and longest-lasting expression of revolutionary fervor that the world has ever seen. Malcolm's journey was in fact a microcosm of our own, the journey of a people determined to have their freedom and their power and who realize they have a right to stop anyone who attempts to force us to live any other way. Malcolm knew better than anyone that we have a right to our share of the world and to secure our place in it. By any means necessary.
2: say, by any means necessary, family. Yeah, thanks, Brother Paul. I'll be playing that from ongoing. El Hajj, El Shabbat, Brother Malcolm X, Brother Omawali, Detroit Red, all those things that, that that he was called or named. But one thing that we can say honestly, he was our brother, he loved us he sacrificed tremendously for us he was a good man He couldn't be bought he couldn't be manipulated he was a good father good husband he was a model he was a model so we're going to take a break in a minute and then when we come back from the break we'll talk more about African uh, Malcolm X Festival hey, and African hey, what's hey what's up brother, the head? what's hey, happening hey. You doing? <laughs> that you Man, that was a
5: good one. What was that guy's name, man?
3: Uh,
2: I can't remember his name. But, yeah, he, he comes on periodically on, on uh, editorials. A what? He comes on periodically doing editorials. I can't remember the uh, brother's name. I was name.
5: trying
2: to look him up. Yeah. I can't remember. Uh, so I, I'll, I'll try to see if I can get it, too, for you, Brother, Brother LaRue.
5: Okay, and let me say this, too, man your volume is going up and down sometimes you get so low you can barely hear
2: you oh really okay okay
5: yeah
2: maybe i just i got to keep this um uh, close this microphone close to my mouth sometimes i yeah, yeah. put it away yeah don't want that to happen okay you can hear me clear now can't you yeah
5: yeah i can hear you now but okay.
2: you, sometimes you fade in and out okay 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 all right dear brother i have talked to you in a minute i'm going to go and play some music yeah, and, and then we'll get right back to it brother all right thanks larue okay, break. all right bro peace all right family you're listening to african perspectives here on the motherland media network on time for and black talk network.com we're going to take a break and when we come back we're going to have more discussions and, and 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 give me a perspective uh about these holidays and you know because we have them and then we feel good and that's it, you know. Some money is raised, some not, whatever. But I think that we need to understand that these things need to be done in a way that continues to motivate us to build upon others, other things we do in our lives. We'll be right back. You're listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network on Time for awakening.com and blacktalkradionetwork.com. We'll be
0: right back.
3: Listening to Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasts or live programming, hit them up at Time for an Awakening.com.
2: Welcome back, brothers and sisters. Once again, we're listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network on Time for an and Black Talk Radio Network.com. Yeah going to talk about uh the Malcolm X Festival and other festivals that are upcoming. Uh also too I played Sister Wiani last week because she um was going to be American Idol. Well, of course, she didn't make it. She was in the top 5. Then they had to get rid of two and she was one of the two they got rid of because why? It's fan voted on. And and what you had was uh the Caucasian, um, <clears throat> uh, what you had was two country singers and a young man from, uh, oh, okay, okay, Brother Ralph, I'll try my best to get that copy to y'all, I will. I'll send that to y'all, man, for sure, especially if you're on uh, WhatsApp, and I think if you're on WhatsApp, I definitely can do that I'll get that copy to you it's excellent to have brother Ralph love you man Uh, on YouTube you too brother (laughs) LaRue but um, yeah so the sister and I don't know if you've seen her you know and uh, when she first came on fortunately I was watching it at that time and it was interesting because of her high-pitched squeaky voice you know and that's her speaking voice but her singing voice is booming. So I played a couple of, of tunes last week, you know, and of course she was not voted uh, in the top three. Like I said, two country western singers, which of course there's very prominent in this country, you know, country singers and a, and a young man from Hawaii playing a ukulele big dude, you know, and so... Quite sure he got the Hawaiian vote. He might have come out voting big time, but there is no doubt in my mind that you will see and hear. We Annie. We McDonald. We and she's beautiful, very beautiful, and she sings like an angel. Speaking of singing like an angel, and uh, looking for something to play, I went. I came across um, Britain's Got Talent. A young man, thirteen uh, something years old, you know, and and this kid, um, it was interesting because in looking for something, I was one of the players. I said, "Maybe yeah, I was looking for uh, some Herbie Hancock, a particular song, and I, I and I couldn't find it, but I came across this particular piece, and." if I can pull this up again I might go ahead and play this for you because what it basically is that this brother this young brother sings at an octave that is uh, that humans very seldom do his voice as they stated is angelic yeah yeah This young man is is, is something else, man. His voice is angelic. So let me see if I can pull this up for you. It's not very long, you know, and uh, it it sings sounds like an, an operatic. You know what I'm saying? But the way this brother sings is just phenomenal. It it truly is. He is phenomenal. Yeah. So I'm going to try to if I can find it again because uh, I know I will be. Just to just to share it with you. Just a little bit, uh, you know, I'd like to, to enlighten the audience with other things that are happening. You know, Cause this is truly remarkable. And in fact, Simon Cowell you know, because everybody, in I mean, everybody was astonished at how beautiful and the range that this young man had. You know, that um, nah, don't do me like that, family. Come on, don't do me like that. Yeah, okay, I'm going to get it in a minute, family. Thank you for your patience. Yeah, to this, because this young man is okay let me get the one that I think yeah that is not very long he's singing in the 960 megahertz 963 hertz frequency also known as the frequency of divine harmony the God note his voice is spiritual this is brother Malachi and this was on. Uh, this, I'm quite sure this was some time ago, because now Brother Malachi, you see him all in all kinds of other places where he's where he's singing, you know. But let's let me give you a, a hint of what this is. I mean, this is phenomenal, really. You know, yeah. This is Brother Malachi.
5: one word i could use to describe that
2: got to, in, 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 in what you call mind, you got to be exceptional to get a, a golden buzzard, you know. You, and that young man is truly exceptional. Man. So Malachi. Wow. Uh, yeah, family, give us a call at 215-490-9832. 215-490-9832. And we can further this conversation. Um, I'll tell you, You know, we have some holidays celebrations, holiday celebrations coming up this Saturday, of course, is very important to me. I I consider African Liberation Day the most important celebration or acknowledgement or or, or to be made aware of. Because being a Pan-Africanist, I want Africa liberated. I want Africa sovereign for African people. And so the, the more we're able to talk about Africa and making sure that we understand that we ain't black, we Africans. There ain't no such thing as a black African. Because if there's a black African, then I guess there's a white African. And they ain't no white Africans. They're colonizers. There are people who are the people who have came there uh, from other parts of the world to take Africa's resources, or to live in Africa because they don't want to live where they are because they understand how beautiful and how bountiful Africa is. Africa is ours. And I'm not saying that other people can't live in Africa, but you can't go to Africa and claim Africa for yourself at the expense of Africans. And that's, of course, what Caucasians have done. I don't know if you've been checking out, there's a, a, a town in South Africa, and of course that's not new, because there's other towns like it where only Caucasians can live. No Africans can live there. You can't even, some of them, you can't even come through there. They have defense forces to protect the boundaries that they have placed. They now have a solar energy creating water. Everything is self-contained. And, I, and it bothers the hell out of me to know that these Caucasians are there and doing whatever they're doing. Let me uh, take a call. Brother LaRue, 414. What's up, man?
5: Hey, Brother O'Shea.
2: How you doing, friend? Hey, that's
5: a good point. I'm hanging in there. Good. Hey, that's a good point that you're making. And the same that same principle applies to us as being Africans here in America. Yes. You yes. see what I'm saying? Yes. But... but Right, because we, we because we don't know a lot of us don't know a lot about African culture, or and then what? little we've been taught is has been negative. Then we say we not Africans, and, and nobody looks more like Africans than us. That's right. <laughs> that's right, because we Africans.
3: Because hey, we Africans. We
5: Africans. We you know, Africans. Hey, and see. But I want to a- say this about Juneteenth. Now, most of us have the idea that. Juneteenth is a celebration of our freedom, and that's the freedom that Europeans gave us when they announced that uh, uh, we was free right. from slavery. Right. And, and so, so now if, if Europeans can give us give us freedom, then they can take it away. Well, I mean, what does that make them to us? That's right. So subconsciously, we got our masters. We got to look at how this idea affects us. hmm Okay, but. Now, but the thing about it is what you don't hear a lot about is, is why they came up with the Emancipation Proclamation. Mm-hmm. And that's because of our resistance to slavery. We was, man, look, our genius came out under those extreme harsh conditions. You know, you know it did, because we're human beings. Man, we put a fear out in the land. Sure. Everybody, man, white folks couldn't go to sleep at night. Right. Because they... Right. They see, have heart and, and see, and see, that's why,
2: that's why, Larue. I always maintain that we are not slaves. A slave is somebody okay. or something that submits its will to a master. We have never submitted. We fought on the continent. We fought in the so-called Middle Passage. We fought in this hemisphere. We continue to fight today. We have never submitted. And 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 and, okay. and they struck fear. We struck fear in the Caucasians on these plantations, not just a Nat Turner. Or Denmark, exactly. Visa, Gabriel, Prosser, but all of us, we fought us. and we and we resisted. We tried our damn our best to continue to run away. We didn't. And, we didn't and, acquiesce and, to this madness. And, and, you know, like you
5: said, man, we we smiled and smile, but we also cut notes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's right.
5: That's right. <laughs> and so they had to come up. They had to come up with this idea. They had to come up with a change in the game because. We just wasn't going
2: for that. No, in, in fact, no human
5: being would go for that. Right,
2: right. I mean, even though it's even though it was a long time, and out of out of out of basic survival, there there was some acquiescence to a degree, because we got to continue to live to see if our way out of this madness. Even though for right. some, even though for some, that's all they ever knew. That's all right. they ever knew. You know, it's a damn yeah. shame. Never had a a, right. a a moment of not under the thumb, or under the pressure of of, of the European, of the Caucasian, of the cracker, you know. Exactly. So, yeah.
5: So, right. but but still, let, um, let me let me read this to you about being free, real quick. Okay, being free means that we are free to be ourselves. In order to be ourselves, we must understand our true identity as a people. And as individuals of that people, in order to understand our true identity, we must understand where we came from, our history, and our natural culture.
2: Okay. Yeah. All
5: right.
2: Yeah, I, that's that's what I'm saying. You know, when exactly. when you talk about the people, you t- you must always conjure land, history, and culture. That's why we're not black. There ain't no black land. There's Africa. We're not black. Black is a color. You know, and I know many people say, well, we use it interchangeably. Stop it. Let's, once and for all, stop it. Just let's be African. And don't be ashamed of it. Don't be afraid of it. Make those connections with Africans on the continent. Let's be Africans. Because the bottom line is, for, for the salvation of African people, we must return home. We must return to Africa and to control our land, control our resources, educating one another, supporting one another, trusting one another, believing in one another. That's the bottom line. There is no other way. If we're talking about being a people into the future and having resources and can be able to control them, that's what we must do. But right now, we're so damn fragmented. There's such self hatred. There's such divisions. You know, and it seems like it's impossible, but it's not. All in... All it takes, which is very hard, of course, is our minds. We are at war for the minds of our people. And this is a serious war. Because every because yeah. you're bombarded 24-7, 365, particularly in the Western culture, in Europe in in, 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 in in America, in Western culture, period, and globally, with images and notions of your inferiority or your inability. To do anything, see. So you know what, this, uh, is a cha- like this is a challenge.
5: the challenge.
2: I'm sorry. Would you uh, say Brother I You broke up on it. Like what Broder did
5: you say? Probably did. I used pretty close to it. Uh, uh, survival strategies.
2: Uh huh.
5: Thirteen steps to freedom. He, he 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 covers all of that. Who was that? In the, in the, in the, Who was that? Anthony Broder.
2: Oh, Anthony Broder. Okay, yes, yes. Yeah. five. Thirteen
5: steps. Of survival strategies. Okay. And yeah, it, and, all yeah.
2: I mean, and there's other and we and we need that, and we need to implement that. You know, we need to adhere to that. We need to practice that. That should be part of what we do. It's something not we do consciously, subconsciously. You know, and right. and so because if we don't do this, LaRue, we are through. You know, I remember I remember Matthew Stelly saying. If we don't do this, we're doomed. <laughs>
5: <laughs> we're doomed. Oh, yeah. Remember, man, Matt Stelly. I remember that. Yeah. I remember that, I man. We used to go around on that one. I, I refuse to, I refuse to accept that idea. Yeah. We had some deep stuff. Yeah. That, you know that I, I, I will not give up hope for our people. Man. Never,
2: never, brother. Never, never. never. I will never. I, never. I will do and say things in a positive note for us as a people to. Uh, expire, and that's the bottom line. Hang on, brother Larue. Let me get brother Irvin here. Okay. Hey. Hey, what's up? Four four three. Four four three. Good afternoon. What's happening? Good afternoon.
3: Good afternoon, Baba Oji. How are you? I'm doing well, brother Irvin. How are you, man? I'm good. Brother Larue yeah. was right on point. He was uh he was spot on, man. Mm-hmm. With everything that he was saying, I was I was listening, man. I was listening, and and I was I was actually taking notes because. The name of the brother that uh, that you played was a Professor Black Truth. Okay. You can find him on you on YouTube at P R O oh, F Black right on,
2: right on. Truth. Let me write that yes. down. Let me write that down.
3: P R O F, one word, B L A C K Truth, T R U T H, and that's uh, that's on YouTube, and he okay, puts them up periodically, almost every day. He puts them up. Uh, I mean, professor. titles are breaking the anti-black business boycott. Okay. China is calling in Africa's debt. That's the new one. Professor uh, of, May nineteenth. P- professor May 19th, of Black you, Truth. The professor of the Black professor, Truth. Professor, no, Professor Black Truth. Okay, not of, just Professor Black Truth. Uh, and you'll see it, it pop right up. Uh, um, and another title: Beware of Black Men Who Never Learn. Talking about the boy Morant. Uh, okay, John Morant. Uh, Gavin. Mm-hmm. Yep, Newsom finally admits he opposes re- reparations, another title. <laughs> yeah, Come I want to now. listen to that Come one because, on.
2: cause, you know, everybody's got all hype. everybody got all hype about L.A. Man, L.A., California's going to have reparations, man. They're talking about giving everybody in California who have been having a, 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 a million-something dollars. I'm like, you <laughs> shut he, up.
3: <laughs> he he put it all down where the ghost can get it. He put it right there and let you know that all this is is just like – Every four years, yeah, uh, the presidential candidate comes to your black church and he sits on the front row, and y'all get him water and wipe his feet and, and tell him how great he is, and then you go out and you vote for him. Yeah, but you and you got the sign out front that said "All are welcome," but when you ride past the synagogue, you ain't never been in there, mm-hmm. and it ain't no sign that says "Welcome." No, because these people are no. self-contained. Mm-hmm. And, and we as black people, we don't want to be self-contained. We want to be sitting at the feet of our master because Jesus, God is white. Right. And he resembles God more than anybody because God is white. Hmm. And so he's going we got to make sure that we are right there with them. He comes in the church and the pastor falling all over himself and, and they go in the back room and he writes, it, you know, breaks off the pastor a little something, shop him, give him a little, little check this one's for you for your building fund,
6: mm-hmm. you know,
3: no money we got from the campaign, you know, because we're going to tighten you up with a little cash. Cause you know, this is capitalism, you know, and you got to get this money. But the reality is Baba Oshi, we don't need a group. We don't need a group of people to change. You can change by yourself. Right. And I'm going to tell right. you how you can do that. When you change your mind, because you realize that you're not black. Like you said, you're not, you're African. And when you realize you're African, you dress like an African. Mm -hmm. So take off those European clothes and wear something that connects you to your homeland. The Jew puts on his little teeny hat on his head. Yeah. Uh, The the Mexican wears his little sombrero or whatever the hell they wear. The Irish person puts on something green. Mm -hmm. What do you have on to connect you to your homeland? Mm -hmm. Do you realize that you have a homeland? And then when Malcolm X changed his name, he told the white man, that uh, I don't respect your name anymore. I don't even use that name. My name was, uh, your name was Little. No, 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 my name is, is X. And I don't respect your name. I'm not going to call myself your name. And you're going to call me when I tell you to call me or I'm not going to answer. Mm-hmm. That's right. And so and so you can't make a, 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 an enslaved person do anything if he don't realize you're calling him. So we need to change our name, uh, and, and just by changing your name, you empower yourself.
5: Yes, you do. Believe just me. By,
3: and, and when you take Believe off these me, European do. clothes, running around here talking about you, GQ, you know, we looking, I was in a modeling group, man. I put on all of European clothes. Yeah. And then we had the little African scene where we all wore African gear, but we weren't saying we were African. Right, but, right. And, and then, and then what white people do by, by, that's that's all show. And what they do by changing us in, and putting us in their clothes we get us to fight each other. Right. He's exactly right. I'm the, the brother comes on and he's we we uh, shitting excuse me, pooping all over Roland Martin and pooping all over Al Sharp. Al Sharp is not my enemy. Roland Martin's not my enemy. They're they're not. They're, we're not friends. But we we but but all the Jews don't love each other. Mm-hmm. All the Koreans ain't in love with each other what makes us think but that they rally around each other the- but they rally around against- each other
2: they they rally yes, around so we each have other to do that. and they support them I that's will, the bottom line
3: i will rally around these people i don't particularly love cornell west and all the people that they put in front of us i like the people in the in the back row that's right the ones that's doing that that's really doing the work and don't want none of the hoopla, none of that foolishness that goes along with it cuz i don't want to be famous fame has fame has its place but not with me Mm-hmm. And some people are, are so caught up in that fame. I want everybody to, to know me and see me and, and think that I'm. I, but it's not what they think about me. It's what I think about myself. I'm not fighting you. I'm fighting the man in the mirror. And then after I, and after I have gotten to be loving that man in the mirror, loving that nose, loving that hair, loving that complexion of my skin. Mm-hmm. Then I can go out and, and 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 fight the enemy because the enemy is this Caucasian, and this neo-colonialism is dressed up. Or, or walking hand in hand with capitalism. Stop oh, yeah. playing. Every time we get down to it, oh, yeah. it always comes down to the money, Oshi. Oh, we, our organization ain't got no money. Can you do something without money? Can you make anything happen in a capitalist society without money? Which no, you, know, you can't. But what you can do is you can change the way you think about this. Right. You don't worship money, Oshi. I am not a rich man. Uh, I'm rich. I'm rich in things that can't be bought with right. money. Right. I have family. Yeah. You cannot buy. Why do you think friends, the homosexual man. is trying to change family? Yeah. Because the homosexual can't have a child. The homosexual yeah. is coming for your children because he, stay him, and her can't have children. Why is the homosexual coming for your money? He's coming for your children. Your children are priceless. You can't buy these children. Bad, good, or indifferent. You can't buy them. So that's what the, hom- the, the Satan, the homosexual, uh, is in. he's coming for your kids. That's why he's swimming against your girls. That's why he's in your girls' bathrooms, taking off his clothes and pulling out his penis. But why don't I see, why don't I see homosexual women trying to get in the NFL? Huh? But I see homosexual men trying to get in women's sports. Huh? Because it physically doesn't make sense.
4: Yeah,
2: I'm I'm going to tell you, I
3: I, I really hate
2: that, uh, uh, that homosexuals, particularly men who have transitioned and so forth, playing women's sports, I think they should have a sport, a transgender sport uh, category of their own, let them compete with each other, because many times when they compete with women, particularly those transgender men, they still have attributes of being male they still have probably more upper body strength they still have are stronger i mean this one cat just was just dominating just he wasn't doing shit swimming against the young men but he dominated in the women because why because he's really a man you
3: know even but but why don't we why why don't these people who are so upset about this why aren't you going after the psychologist Mm -hmm. why aren't you going after the Medical Association, why aren't you going after the people who changed the, the definition of mental illness or delusional thinking or gender confusion? Why aren't you going after them? Don't go after the people who've fallen for the okie dope. Mm-hmm. you know Don't go after the people who sat here and said to you that this is all right. He got a beard and a dress, and, and we don't want him to kill himself, but yet we're going to give you the right to kill your baby. Because I'm gonna need you to kill that baby. Because uh, it's too many people in the world. If it's too many people in the world, let's kill all the people that that done lost their damn mind. How about that? Why don't we kill all of them? <laughs> now I'm sounding crazy because this whole conversation is crazy because this doesn't make any sense. because all this is is we're, we're talking about some person who has a delusion, mm-hmm. and we are we are buying into this, spending our time. Having a conversation about a man who sticks his penis up his butt so he can wear a bathing suit and look like a woman to him, because you got a beard, brother and yeah. sister. You can put on all the clothes in the world. I wear European clothes. I'm not a European. You wear man clothes. You're not a man. you you. <laughs> Come on, brother. This well, is not even making sense right, right. to but, me. But
2: understand something: homosexuality. <laughs> Coming out of a a, maybe a hormonal imbalance within European culture, particularly way back, even probably even before the Greeks, you know, causing them to behave and act the way they they do. One of the things that when they came into Kemet, they truly didn't understand was the relationship, the symbiotic relationship, the complementarity relationship between men and women, because when you saw a man, you saw a woman, and vice versa. You know, it wasn't like when you see some statues in, in, in Greek, you see men with men, men with boys, men with naked boys, naked. naked, naked. You know, that's why I keep saying we gotta stop using the word mentor because mentor was given over uh, to uh, Telemachus, uh, uh, Odysseus, Odysseus' son. Telemachus was given over to mentor while he went uh, on the Trojan Wars. And he sexually abused that young man. That's what that means. So when you're talking about a mentor, no, I don't want, I want a jegna. J-E-G-N-A. Jegna. That's what you want. That's an Ethiopian word of of, of a person who inspires and guides. He's a teacher. You want a jegna. And you want men and women to be jegnax. That's the plural of it. You don't want no damn mentor. No. that's, that's what I'm saying the words that we use the verbiage we use it is not ours and we need to check it we need to every time that 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 there are words that our people say we don't use these words these are the words that we should be using it helps in the transformation of our minds helping us get further and further to us realizing who we are as African people and that's what we must do and continue to do in fact to me If you have an African centered school and you're still using that word, brothers, please stop. If you have a if if you have an African centered program and you're using that word, please stop. There's been programs that I've I've been to and I've you know I just had to say it. I got up and I said, "Hey, this is what this word means." You know, because we we're presenting to young men, just like I was in Chattanooga at the Southeast Conference, and we were presenting to young men, a a nice group of young men, about forty of them. And that word was being used so consistently that I had to get up, you know, and say it for what it is, at least hoping to put it on your mind. And maybe in, in, in the future that you will not use the word and use what we need to use, which is Jegna, J-E-G-N-A.
3: J-E-G-N-A. And the lack, brother, the lack of knowledge and our people will perish if you don't know your history. Mm-hmm. then you if you don't know your history then you sound foolish yeah you sound very foolish and and Malcolm X even said it he said armed with the knowledge of our past we can with confidence uh chart a course for the future right but if you but if you don't know your past if all you know is what the Caucasian tells you then that's I mean and it's right here brother there, I heard an argument the other day where the lady got on the radio and she was on oh, MPS, oh uh, yeah, MPS, uh, Public NPR, Radio. Right, Public Radio, NPR. 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 She, yeah. said, she said, she I am upset because I quit my job and I started writing books. That's how she talks. I started writing books and I was doing pretty good, but now I'm not making as much as I was before because uh, the, the audio books. You know, you can go to the library and get an audio book and once someone listens to an audio book, they don't have to write or buy the book anymore. And I'm not making as much money as I was. Mm-hmm. So, brothers, if you don't want to read uh, Mal- the autobiography of Malcolm X, you can go to the library and get it and let somebody read it to you. I say. Read it to you. You don't have to read John Henry Clark. You can have somebody read it to you. Mm-hmm. But, what, but in the same way it penetrates your psyche when you watch TV, you ain't read a damn thing on television. Everything is sold to your TV. And it penetrates your psyche. You can tell me about the Fast and Furious and all that foolishness and the mermaids and all these crazy things that you see. When you listen to that book, you will be able to repeat that book because repetition becomes habit, and that's how you learn. Yep. And it yep. goes right into your in psyche, science. and you yep. need to have another – uh, you need to look at things from a different perspective. Take off the glasses of the white man, of the of the European, of of the monarchy, and put on the glasses of the African, because the African was solving problems way before these white people. Before slavery, we as African people had an understanding and answers to most most of life's basic questions. So we didn't we don't need white people to tell us how to live i don't need you to give me your king james version of your bible to tell me how to, i know that you ain't supposed to kill nobody unless they trying to kill you I, I don't need you to tell me that i already know these things these things are basically to me to my mind as common sense but mm-hmm. some people don't know that mm-hmm. so no baba oshi we have to we have to let people know and you said something that was so it was john henry clark ish <laughs> That's what I call it. <laughs> land, history, and culture. That's right. That's Dr. John Henry Clark. When, <laughs> you, talk, when you talk
2: about so, a people, you must conjure up land, history, and culture. History. That's why I'm saying we're it, not, they know black land. Now, they, 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 they did call ancient Kemet land of the blacks or the black land because of what transpired on an annual basis, which of course is the inundation, the flood, and then the receding of the flood, depositing black fertile earth along the banks, so they could continue to grow food. Vitally important. Yeah, you can't argue that. Vitally important. But there is right. no black. Land. Afri- it's Africa. It's Africa. And the only ones that are Africa are Africans. There ain't no Korean Africans. There ain't no uh, Chinese Africans. I mean, I know all of what's in Africa. I know the Germans are still there in the Nibia. Southwest Africa. I know that the Dutch and and and, and the, uh, uh, the British are still in Southern Africa. I know that Africans, uh, Caucasians, are still in Kenya. The British are in Kenya. The French are all on the west uh, side of the Africa. In and Senegal. In Senegal and so forth. I know the the Dutch. Uh, the the French are there, but we getting their ass out. I know those evil ass Arabs in the northern part of Africa who are still doing evil things to African people. Yeah, but it's going to it's going to come. It may not come in my lifetime, but God but damn it, I'm going to continue to talk about it. I'm going to continue to rail against it. Because I want Africa to be once again as a model for the world, as an image for the world, where there's a place for African people throughout the diaspora. You don't have to all those millions Millions and millions of people in, in Brazil, all those millions and millions of people who are in the diaspora, in, 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 in Cuba, or in the Caribbean, in Central and South America. You see the number of Africans that you see, because the it, it makes you understand that this enslavement process took more Africans out of Africa, that is led to believe hundreds of millions. Just as Dr. Clark said, just as the other brothers and sisters have said, it happened. We're all over this planet and we get dogged out wherever we are. But that's going to change.
3: Nope. That's going to change. You're absolutely correct. And mm-hmm. the biggest, to me, the biggest influence in Africa is the United States. Mm-hmm. Because they come in and under the auspices of, of everybody and act like they're not there. They're not. They don't have drones. They don't see with satellites. They're doing absolutely nothing. We're coming over there at, with humanitarian. What the hell do you mean? Humanitarian,
2: humanitarian? my ass. When you have over 30 something bases, military bases on the continent kind of Africa, no. It's designed for them to move to strike you quickly. One of the Which biggest right? ones is in Ghana. So, no. Let me get LaRue in here. Brother LaRue. How you you doing, man? You're on the the call with me and Brother (laughs) Herb? You got (laughs)
5: Kendrick Spears going
2: on up in here right
5: now. I
2: know. (laughs) Hold hold on, LaRue. Let me catch this brother right here. 917. 917. Good afternoon.
5: Yeah, O.C., what's going on, man?
2: Hey, Jake. How
5: you doing, man?
2: just want to get us all on What's there. You, know, on you to, only got a few more minutes.
5: In the restroom, huh? So we yes, only got sir. a few
2: more minutes. I just want to get some more perspectives in here, brother.
5: Yeah, I, I had heard um, earlier you were, had played this um, piece by um, Professor X, I think it is. Yeah, it's Bro-
3: Professor Black
2: Truth. Black Truth. Professor Black Truth.
5: Yep. Oh, Professor Black Truth? Okay. Yep. Professor I, I Black this. Truth. I've heard him a couple of a mm-hmm. couple of times. He, mm-hmm. he makes some um, pretty good um, posts on YouTube. Okay. Um, but, you know, basically, we're in a situation now to where we got to redefine ourselves as a people and make some sort of commitments on how we're going to move forward and, um, you know, come to the conclusion that, these white folks ain't our friends or allies, man. I really get disappointed when some of these people put forward a so-called African perspective, but they always want to include white folks in it.
6: Mm -hmm. There's Mm
5: -hmm. honestly and truthfully no place for them based on what? Their history. You cannot name me no place since the white man has came in existence with people of color, where people of color have been living in harmony amongst themselves, and the white man came within their midst and not absolutely caused nothing but havoc and chaos on the people. That's right. There's no place. No. There's no place on the planet no, there you isn't. can't name there me isn't one place. So if you already know that about them, why would you ever, ever, ever want to deal with them on any level whereas you're under the auspice that you're not safe or Mm -hmm. you're safe? Mm -hmm. It's like this, O.C. You know, everybody talks about when Malcolm came back from Mecca, how his views on white people changed. That's not true. That's not true. That's that not, is not that, true. That's not true. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? No. That's See, something that, can I finish this? Go, here, go this ahead. This is really important. Just go ahead, brother. The thing is, the thing is this. You have these so-called white allies that never practice what Malcolm said to that white girl, if he even said it to the white girl. What you need to do is go back to your community and deal with your people and change their minds and have them show a behavior of loving and caring to us before you come and integrate into my community as an ally. That's what our people don't get. We we don't understand The Tim Wise's, the Jane Elliott, go to your community. Get that cracker mind right. Mm -hmm. Change the heart of that cracker. Don't come with me or try to be with me to show that you are a friend and an ally. I don't need your white Mm ass. You already made the commitment that you wasn't going to do no harm to me. Get them crackers to make that commitment. That's
3: all I'm saying, brother. You. All right, all right. Right on, Jay. Bro, brother, so... can you hear me? Yeah, go ahead. yeah, go yeah, ahead. Uh... Brother Jay, you're you're absolutely on point with what you're saying. The reality is, when you watch a movie, a movie is basically not for education; it's for programming. They, under the auspices of, of of entertainment, they're trying to program you to believe a certain thing. I know that Spike Lee uh, had to had to make couldn't couldn't hurt white people too bad in that movie. He had to make white folks be redeemable, because all movies are are savior movies with white people, Captain America and and, uh, Superwoman and all this foolishness, that white folks, you can't, you're not, the people who put the money in the movie are not going to let you Dog these white people completely out, and Spike Lee knew that, so he had to give reprieve white folks by giving, putting the white girl in the movie, and he said, it's okay, sister, it, it, there are some things you can do. There's absolutely nothing she can do. You know it, He's and gone. Malcolm knew it. Malcolm never was in love with these white people, so you are misrepresenting Malcolm by doing that. You, uh, and don't tell me that you, you niggity black, 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 but at the end of the movie, it's going to be all right, white people. It's not going to yeah. be all right, because the change is not in us. The change is in you. You're not yep. changing, and what you and want they're not going to change. to change. I can. You can't change. They can't change. Them. You can't. It's hard to change a person's a mind, but you can. Change? That, well, why would I that's change when question. I own everything? Man, I, I don't have to Thank change you, my a. mind. But what I can do as a white person, I can regulate your behavior. How we do that? And that's we can lock your black ass up,
6: okay? <laughs> let
3: me let me let me get Mama Nabantu
2: in this. Mama Nabantu, good afternoon. <laughs>
0: Oh Lord, have mercy! Uh, <laughs> I hear God you, sister. Me. I hear you, mama.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got a good round yeah. robin here. Brother Larue, Ned out of Milwaukee. Brother Irv wow. out of Baltimore. Jay out of New York, and of course you here in the ATL. Whoa. What you got to say, Mama Nabantu? And thank you once again. And uh, uh, the turnout was great, um, man. You know, and and of course okay. we had four organizations. In our area that we were dealing with we were dealing with in cobra right you know brother jamoke was, we were dealing with right. you know brother tj you know mm-hmm. and, and and what he mm-hmm. does with uh, futuristic economics of course we were dealing mm-hmm. with us lifting yeah. us and of course the main right. one the pan-african federalist
0: movement so
2: really yeah. thank you yeah
0: we got uh, almost 150 signatures oh uh, outstanding That's the most we've ever gotten in one day. Outstanding. So people are really ready, especially when I say we need to stop products all being made in China. Everything you wear, everything you I love
2: that. I love that. Let me say it again to the family. Me and Mama Devonta were talking. She said to me, she said, you know, all these garb, all all of the clothing that you see here is made in China. A lot of it is not. it's, It's African looking, the African print and so forth but it's made in China, and what should happen is that we should say all these clothes are made by Africans in Africa, you know, and, and it would be a different dynamic, and it would be deeper, And so what? It costs a little more, but the importance is we're supporting each other. We ain't supporting China. We don't give a damn about China. We see what China right. has done and doing in Africa. No. So I I, I love you, the idea, sister.
0: Did you see the acid print boxes for men? No. You didn't see that, but Auntie bought a and so did Jamal okay
2: Oh yeah, 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 yes, yes. Yes, I did. I walked by there. I saw the box that that, that that he had, and then I walked by the brothers uh uh booth. Yeah, the the African boxers.
0: And the, the first thing champion. I said, I said, let me see the, the, the tag inside. Sure mm-hmm. enough, made in China. See? All <coughs> those African print sources yeah. uh, are all beautiful African printed stuff. Mm-hmm. It's got to stop. It's got to stop. And I stop. think that it, it attracts, attracts a lot of people. But as soon as I said, you know, wouldn't you like to see your clothes made in Africa instead of China? Oh, yeah, let me sign this petition.
6: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I you know,
0: say. I say. Buddy. That's right. Yeah. Malcolm. Malcolm. We all, if we study Malcolm, we know what Malcolm was about.
6: That's
2: right.
0: You know. And uh, we do have to understand that Hollywood is about entertainment, and it's really not about telling the truth. And we just need to uh, research and do our own studies so we know what the real truth is, and pass it on to our youth. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I don't like to be a dictator with my students. I want them to say, you know, if you don't believe what I say, do what I say. Do the research, right? And then, uh, and and, and if you do
2: the correct research, you come with the correct clu- uh, uh, conclusion the same conclusion that I have, the same thing that I'm saying to you, that's what you'll come up with. Because it is
0: right. We had had a brother that came to the table table and said, he's not African. I'm a black American.
2: Mm -hmm. I'm a Moor. Okay, the Moors. Yeah, the Moors.
0: I said, have you read The Destruction of the Black Civilization? I had to ask him three times before he admitted he had not read it. Mm -hmm. I said, but you need to read. You need to study. Yeah. Well, uh, Ali Noble said this in, and you know, no, no relationships with Ethiopia. No Negroes. Mm. No nothing. I said Ethiopia is a country. Mm. Do you know there's three
2: other countries in the African side? Ethiopia. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Noble Drew Ali. I, you know, that's the see that once again, Mama Nabantu. I'm, I'm, I'm trying my best from from where I'm sitting in this position with this microphone to end the confusion. You know, mm. try to mm. end the confusion you know all these theologies that have been in, imposed upon us all these other different concepts have been imposed upon us as consistently divide us consistently fractionalize us we there is no doubt in my mind and in anybody's mind who have the correct mind knows that unity functional unity is what is desired and necessary and needed for african people because without it who knows what's going to happen to us who knows and it ain't and it ain't gonna be good. But with unity, we know what we're gonna do. We're gonna unify Africa, we're gonna control its land, control its resources, have the people don't doing great things, building great cities, railroads, ports, hospitals, schools. All of that is our, we don't really, we don't need the cracker for a
0: damn thing.
2: It's all within our grasp if we embrace right. it. It is.
0: It's all right. within That's our right. grasp. Everything we have, everything we need is in Africa and everybody's going after it but us. But us.
2: But us. <laughs> Just cause the show. All right. Listen, I only got a couple of minutes. Let me get another person up in here. Brother LaRue, you got a quote. You got something to say, man?
5: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Go ahead. Uh, I think. We should realize there's two, there's two factors. One is what Carter G. Woodson said about our education, uh, them educating us. So as long as we are, are forced to send our children to their schools in large numbers, we're going to be getting the results we are getting. And number two is that many of us, even if, after we drop out of high school, still suffer from the Stockholm syndrome. Mm, yeah. And, and, and those, those are the factors that that we need to consider
2: we start uh, uh, evaluating why we do what we do. Right
3: on. Okay.
5: Brother Irv. Yes, my brother. This this
3: conversation is amazing, and he's absolutely right about the Stockholm Syndrome. That's why you have brothers saying, I'm not black, I'm American, Mm -hmm. because they have have (laughs) embraced their comfortability to the point where they are willing to give up any hint of identity that they have or any connection that they have to anything other than the red, white, in
2: the blue well you know brother irv let me say this this is uh jerome fox ain't it go ahead tell me jerome fox He's a what addicted to white
3: a shame based alliance <laughs>
2: yeah
3: <laughs> addicted <laughs> to <laughs> white the oppressor
2: the oppressor in league with the oppressed in a shame
3: based alliance shame based alliance <laughs> that's deep shame based alliance <laughs> is he's a Come on now. That's deep. I
5: got a good one for y'all. Okay, Jay, I go wanna, ahead, Jay. Go ahead, Jay. I want to go. I want to go on record, and I'm waiting for it to happen. And my prediction is it will happen. Now that Tim Scott is running for president, at That's some up. point, at some point during the run, Donald Trump is going to call a bush mouse. Oh. Uh, <laughs> The Fat Alvin and the Boys. I'm predicting it. I'm waiting for it to happen. And Let me tell you something. It's going to happen, man. One day, he's just going to come out and say, Mushmouse. And That's once he labeled him with the Mushmouse, it's going to be a wrap for him. Because he looked like a donut Because he looked like it. Don't he look like He must does. Must yeah, he'll give a, he'll,
3: he'll give a nickname.
5: Else. He calls people names. Yeah. yeah. Every time I see that, 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 footstool, all I think about is mushrooms. Oh, and yeah. I'm waiting for the day when it come out Now we can laugh about it and joke about it, but it's it's gonna happen. Yeah, it's gonna man. happen. Somebody yeah, just Trump, gotta put it in yeah. practice there. Yeah, because Trump will do that. But well, listen, here, he go do
2: it. <laughs> listen family, I
5: know you gotta
2: go. Yep, but I tell you, I, I I've enjoyed this day. In fact, Me family, too. I enjoy every day I have the opportunity to come before you on this radio program. I really do. I'm honored to do so. Believe, I, I don't take it for granted. I thank you all for listening, calling in, and those who listen. I was telling a brother yesterday at the at the festival that. I'm not sure what my total listenership is, but it has grown. And this is based upon what Brother Elliott has told me. So I'm doing something. So, hey, I, I appreciate it. I really love you
5: and, all. And last thing, O.C., right quick. Yeah. I don't know if you mentioned the passing of the GOAT, Jim Brown. Um,
2: Yeah, I, I did on Friday. He was, oh,
5: okay. Yeah, all right. yeah I all did right. on
2: Friday. Oh no, oh, oh, no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> His greatness is unmeasurable, man. And all the things that he's done. He's a Renaissance man. He could have did. He did everything, you know.
5: He loved some white women too. Now, yeah let's, yeah, let's don't let's don't get it twisted. Yeah. Talk about the tales yeah. at the at the Playboy should... at the Playboy come with, yeah. with yeah. cards uh, yeah. being the boy? But look, it's time you okay. don't fit in because we don't want Elliot. All right, all, all
2: right, <laughs> okay, <laughs> brothers and sisters, love y'all, man. We end this program like we end all of our programs with the words of Stephen Biko. It's the most potent weapon in the hands of the oppressor is the minds of the oppressed. This program is dedicated and committed to helping to free the African mind. But not just the M-I-N-D, but the M-I-N-E, because under the feet of African people lies all of the resources that everybody wants, think they can't do it out, and show in the hell don't want to pay for it. Brothers and sisters, you have a blessed and wonderful day. Shim Hotel, that means go in peace. Asante Sana means thank you. BB48. BB48 means our victorious destiny. Family, we will be victorious. Peace. See you on Wednesday.